Welcome back to The Silent War. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. This video is important. There's actually two different clips that I found I want to show you. The first is from the John Birch Society, and it's going to show you who George Soros is and just how involved he really is in our elections. Now, you may have noticed recently that even Newt Gingrich will get censored on Fox News if he talks about Soros, because Fox is the fakest news of all even like President Trump said. The other one is going to be what happens if he wins. And that is a Marxist playbook for violence and anarchy and chaos in the streets. And, and we don't want to live through that. So folks, definitely watch both of these videos and learn them well, because this is something we all need to know about so that we can avoid it. And uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's something we need to be aware of, because why are Antifa burning down the forests? Why are BLM marching through the streets and killing people? This is why. You're about to find out. Here we go. What do Newt Gingrich, George Soros, Black Lives Matter, and the Chinese Communist Party all have in common? Well, knowing that we have a very aware audience, this one probably won't be a hard one to figure out. But we'll help expose some connections in this episode of Analysis Behind the News, where we provide the perspective that you can use to restore American liberty and independence. Newt Gingrich was being interviewed by a few hosts of Fox News last week when he dropped a truth bomb so big that these liberal hosts ducked for cover. He was being interviewed about the Black Lives Matter violence when he gave his opinion on why it was happening. But as soon as he mentioned George Soros, well, watch what happens. The number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros elected left-wing, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys who refuse to pe keep people locked up. Uh, just yesterday, they put somebody back on the street who's wanted for two different murders in New York City. Uh, you cannot solve this problem. And both Harris and Biden have talked very proudly about what they call progressive di district attorneys. Progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George get Soros the last... into this. <laughs> I was going to say you'd get the last word, he Speaker. <laughs> he, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of he dollars he spent? I, I agree with well, Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right. We're going to... Okay. We're going to move on. Now, either there were some technical difficulties or they weren't prepared to address that bombshell. So let's look into it. Did George Soros play a part in getting progressive district attorneys who are anti-police and pro-criminal overwhelmingly elected? Well, according to an article on Politico.com from August of 2016 titled, George Soros's Quiet Overhaul of the U.S. Justice System, progressives have been zeroed in on electing prosecutors as an avenue for criminal justice reform and the billionaire financier is providing the cash to make it happen. The article stated, Soros has channeled more than $3 million into seven local district attorney campaigns in six states over the past year. 
a sum that exceeds the total spent on the 2016 presidential campaign by all but a handful of rival super donors. Now this article is replete with example after example of races that Soros has influenced, including campaigns in Florida, Illinois, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Mexico, and Texas through a network of state-level super PACs and a national 527 unlimited money group, each named a variation on safety and justice. And over the weekend, the Washington Times published an article by Cheryl Chumley, who wrote, in the 2018-2019 election cycle, Soros spent more than $2 million on three Commonwealth's attorney races in Northern Virginia. As the Daily Signal wrote it up, radical social justice activists will serve as the top prosecutors for three major Washington, D.C. suburbs, including the two wealthiest counties in the U.S., after George Soros's political action committee poured $2.1 million into ordinarily sleepy local races. His influence of reforming the justice system is definitely being felt. The candidates being backed by Soros are all focused on a progressive criminal justice reform, including seeking lesser sentences for criminals or not prosecuting them at all. Following all of this, the New York Times reported in July of this year that Soros' Open Society Foundations was investing $220 million in efforts to achieve racial equality in America, a huge financial undertaking that will support several black-led justice groups for years to come. The Times also noted that of this, $70 million in local grants supports changes to policing and criminal justice. This is in the midst of all the so-called reforms that are now defunding the police. Many of these areas that are still reeling from the riots are seeing substantial increases in crime. This is the reform these radicals like Soros are creating and seeking. In fact, the radicals appear to be going for broke. The New York Times' article also mentioned Patrick Gaspard, the president of the Open Society Foundation, said in an interview that the group believed the investment was about harnessing the momentum toward racial justice, but also giving organizations room to think long term. Now, he said, is the moment we've been investing in for the last 25 years. There is this call for justice in black and brown communities, an explosion of not just sympathy, but solidarity across the board, Mr. Gaspard said. So it's time to double down. And we understood we can place a bet on these activists, black and white, who see this as a moment of not just incrementalism, but whole-scale reform. Now, there's evidence that communists from the Freedom Road Socialist Organization organized and sparked the recent riots in Minneapolis that spread to 40 states. Freedom Road openly supports the Communist Party of China, another piece of common ground Soros has with these radicals. The New American reported in 2010 that George Soros touts China as leader of the New World Order. The article stated in 2009, 
In an interview with Financial Times, Soros declared that China would supplant the United States as the leader of the New World Order and that America should simply accept it and not stand in the way of world progress. As a result, the American government, according to Soros, should not resist the decline of the dollar nor the decrease in living standards and the introduction of global currency. So not only was Mr. Gingrich correct in his assertion that Soros paid for it, but it's obvious by Soros's own actions that he wants to see a downturn in America to help spark a revolution that will change the order of how things are to a new order that is dominated by China. Sound like a stretch? Then ask yourself if 2020 has turned out how you had hoped. The dawn of a new day is in America. Due to a virus with a survival rate of at least 98%, government went tyrannical and trampled on your God-given rights. This new dawn in America is indeed a red dawn. And it's time Americans woke up to the fact that an element of hardcore radical leftists has been reshaping this country under our noses for quite some time. When have you ever heard threats of street violence over nominating a Supreme Court justice? Radicals creating violence and chaos is nothing new, but the agenda behind it is now out in the open. How much more will it take before patriotic Americans have had enough? The John Birch Society exposed this agenda back in 1964 at a time when riots were also filling the streets of America. That same agenda is present in the streets today. Watch the documentary JBS produced in 1964 called Anarchy USA. Since it exposes communist violence and destruction, it is not family friendly, but it does explain why. And when you know the problem, you can then be part of the solution. Watch it and then share it with others and suggest they apply for membership in the John Birch Society in order to get to work to counter this anti-American agenda. Also, the New American Magazine has just come out with a special report on the war on local police. In it, George Soros plays a large and leading role in this radical transformation of America. Read the issue and share it with others too. We'll even give you a free PDF of it. Direct links are in the video description. Who do you know that cares about freedom and independence? Because, folks, it's time to act. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and stay safe, patriots. We must not be led into placing the blame for the riots, the civil disorders, on the Negro people of our nation. Even those few who are promoting hatred and violence in the black communities are not themselves the cause. They're merely being used by forces far bigger than they are to promote the violent phase of the revolution in America. Just as many white people are being used, I might add, by those same forces to promote the nonviolent phase. Secondly, and this too almost goes without saying, we mustn't resort to violence either as a means of furthering political or social goals. And we must do everything humanly possible to discourage others from doing so. Third, 
We must not be fooled into thinking that the causes of our civil turmoil are such things as poverty, poor housing, lack of education, and similar social or economic factors. As a matter of fact, most of today's self-styled revolutionaries, black and white, come from good homes, could earn better than average incomes if they wanted to work. And in fact, they're products of some of the finest institutions of higher learning. We shouldn't be indifferent to the social and economic conditions of those in need, and we should do all we can within the concepts of economic and political freedom to improve those conditions. But let's not kid ourselves into thinking that these are the causes of our national problems today. Fourth, we must not look to the expansion of government and government programs as the solution. As I hope I've made it clear by now, this is exactly what the communists want us to do because it's the very process whereby they hope to come to power in this country through nonviolent means.